FDITLE. Five steps towards your ISO 13485 internal audits body content. What's the best way to deal with ISO internal audits? Keep calm, follow a consistent approach, and consider ample time for preparation. This is only a brief account. When it comes to ISO 13485 standard, you need to understand the complexities of the standard before performing the internal auditing program. If you're responsible for planning and executing internal audits for your organization, you might know how much planning and effort is required to monitor a quality management system or QMS design for medical device manufacturing and maintenance. In this blog, we are going to discuss five crucial steps that may lead you to a perfect ISO 13485 internal audit program. Before diving into the details, it is important to remember that ISO 13485-2016 has focused on a risk-based approach. While reviewing the QMS, it is imperative to determine that the system is aligned with a relevant risk-based approach. Let's get into the steps. Step 1. Assessment of Organizational Risks When you're reviewing risk, you should consider the departments and processes you normally audit. While working through these areas, you may quantify the risk level in every area. You can also employ risk assessment tools. These days, many organizations are using the Failure Mode Effects Criticality Analysis FME, model to perform an internal audit program. Here, we've listed the key areas, which you should consider while evaluating the risks. Product quality and patient safety risks you should prioritize each process according to its complexity in terms of safety and quality. Performance risk reviewing the records of non-conformities is always a smart step. You should also review the areas having corrective and preventive actions, recalls, or adverse events. Compliance risk you should consider past recommendations as well. Assess your existing processes to determine whether the recommendations were followed up or not. Once you have analyzed these areas, you will be able to combine the individual risk score of every area. This way, you will be able to create an overall risk scorecard for each department or process. This scorecard will help you identify the high-risk areas. Since this assessment develops the basis of your risk-based audit planning, you should document it in a spreadsheet for performing the next steps accordingly. Step 2. Inclusion of risk-based approach in your audit strategy as you have prioritized the risks in the first step, you might have started to draft your audit plan. In the second step, you need to take a closer look at each area you have identified along with its corresponding risk score. Audit schedule is an integral part of your audit planning. High-risk areas should be audited more frequently. You may not always need an annual audit for low-risks areas. Whatever be the case, You should define how often your audit for each department would be conducted. Many other areas of your plan can be affected by risks. Such areas may include audit duration, size, and expertise of your internal audit team, etc. A similar approach is required for performing ISO 27001 internal audits as well. Step 3. Performing risk-based audits. Risk-based auditing is not all about an audit plan. Once you have decided which area you should audit, you may implement a risk-based audit strategy in your plan. If you need to audit an area, which you audited earlier, you should not forget to review what your last audit report had today's about that particular area. You should review these elements. 
observation from previous audits, earlier corrective actions plans and their efficiency areas, which were overlooked during the last internal auditing, adverse events, defects, or recalls related to the particular department or area, modifications to processes or personnel since the last ISO 13485 internal audit program. Step 4. Following up the findings. An internal auditing program would be useless if you overlook this follow-up step. You should study the findings and follow them up to bring the required changes to your QMS and medical device manufacturing or supplying process. Step 5. Monitoring the modification. In this last step, you should observe the impact of the changes that you have made to your system. It is also important to measure the changes to determine their success and efficiency. Consider these steps while you are planning for your next internal audit program. If you can follow this approach, you will be able to perform an effective SO internal audit program.